0: I'm just complaining
1: now. I really am just complaining. That's the name of the podcast, I
0: don't know if you know. I never thought I'd live in a world where Ellen DeGeneres is homeless, but here we are. It's the I Can't Complain podcast. My name is John. And yes, you heard me right. Ellen DeGeneres is on the verge of being homeless tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Her home in California was flooded last week. This, of course, isn't the worst thing that's happened to her in recent memory. Remember a few years ago when they tried to kick her off of television for being mean? All her staffers ganged up on her and they said, you're being too mean, Ellen. We don't like you being so mean. And they probably spoke to the lawyers with the production company and the lawyers strongly probably suggested like, yeah, but she touched you, right? And the staffers were like, no, she didn't touch us. She was just mean to us. Lawyer said, but she touched you, right? And they said, no, she didn't touch us. And that's when the case stalled right there. When they found out there was no sexual molestation, the case didn't go any further, and that was a bitch. Ellen got through that, though, only to encounter more struggles in her life. I'm I'm talking about her like she's like a part of the past. Like, yes, Ellen. Ellen persevered though, and now what is Ellen up against? Her home flooded this week, and she posted to Instagram about it. Let's listen.
2: Thousand customers.
0: When I saw power, Ellen was going live, right now, the I said, "Finally, the of we can get a real report. We can, we can finally TV figure host, out what it's Ellen like Jenner on the ground this in video California." Of an overflowing creek near her home. There. Because there are a bunch of crazy- We're having unprecedented
2: rain. This. Is- to um, we to be nicer to mother
0: nature. It was kind of hard to hear, but she said this is unprecedented. It never floods. The river's up nine feet. She's scared for her life. She didn't say that part, but she did say that we need to be nicer to mother nature. We'll come back to that later later but I needed even more information on what's truly going on in Ellen's neighborhood. So we sent Jessica out there. So let's throw it out to Jessica now on the raging banks of the river by Ellen's home. What do you see, Jessica?
2: John, I can't confirm that Ellen is homeless. She's homeless and she's in a bad mood. So watch out. Signs have been posted around the neighborhood.
0: Oh, there's signs telling people to evacuate.
2: No, there's signs up telling people that Ellen's angry. Look the fuck out. Do not cross Ellen Degeneres.
0: Well, I mean, I know there's rumors about her being mean.
2: She's more than mean. She's mean and angry and hungry. She's been roaming around the streets of this neighborhood for four days now, looking for food. I saw her digging through trash cans. I saw her digging through trash cans in the middle of the night, and she had painted her face to blend in with the natural environment.
0: Then you're bumping right up against defamation here.
2: I'm hundred percent sure it was Ellen DeGeneres. She was wearing blackface.
0: <laughs> you saw what?
2: I saw a woman in blackface at 3 a.m. digging through. You saw a black? I saw a woman in blackface at 3 a.m. digging through a trash can, and I'm hundred percent sure it's Ellen DeGeneres because she stopped for a little song and dance when she was digging through the. Tra- Get the fuck out
0: of here. There's signs posted that Ellen's being mean, and you saw a woman. And blackface at three, a.m. digging through a trash can. None of that happened. Ellen, I still got your back. I'm not going to let you be canceled just for being mean. I'm not going to let you be canceled for being homeless now. We're not going to judge you just because you don't have anywhere to live because your home was destroyed by floodwaters, which I don't think there's any evidence of. I think the creek just rose a few feet. Ellen panicked and went on Instagram Live or whatever, pro- whatever platform it was. She panicked and went on Live in case... In case she never got to sing and dance again for a crowd of people on daytime TV. She wanted to let it be known that her life was in danger. But there was one thing that she wanted to drive home at the end of her statement. Let's listen to it again. Nice to the mother nature. And now slower. Nice to
2: the mother
0: nature. Oh, we're supposed to be nice to Mother Nature. I hear this a lot. Ellen, with all due respect, you can go fuck yourself. Because we're in an abusive relationship with Mother Nature and nobody wants to acknowledge it. Everybody just wants to keep being nice to Mother Nature, even though she sends us fucking avalanches and snowstorms and blizzards and rainstorms and tornadoes and hurricanes and fuck all else. We're supposed to be nice to Mother Nature when Mother Nature's been nothing but a prick to us for years. When we got to North America, what did we have to do? We had to clear forests just to build a fucking grocery store. Just to build a new McDonald's, we have to knock down a forest. We've asked the trees politely to move, and they've told us to go fuck ourselves. They said, this is our land, and we said, fuck you, we'll tear you down. It's a contentious relationship that we have with Mother Nature, and I'm always told to be nice to Mother Nature, and I say, fuck you, I'm not going to be nice to you. And then I read a story this week from CNBC Bill Gates. We will overshoot 1.5 degrees Celsius of global warming... Nuclear can be super safe and fake meat will eventually be very good. And I don't really have a problem with anything in this article, except one of the key points. And one of the key points is individuals who want to contribute to climate change mitigation can do things like vote. All right. Buy an electric car. All right. And stay optimistic. They want me to stay optimistic. They've bringing me nothing but doom and gloom. Every other news story is about how we're fucked. I'm going to burn to death. I'm going to have a summer where it's 81 degrees instead of 80 degrees. We know how this is going. Mother Nature doesn't give a fuck about us. And she says we need to be nicer to Mother Nature. Bill Gates is saying I need to stay optimistic. Or whoever wrote the article, I don't even know. They're just summarizing the shit, but it says I need to stay optimistic. I'm not optimistic about shit. All right? And the climate treats me like shit, so I'm not going to be nice to Mother Nature. Fuck you, Mother Nature. You can go fuck yourself because you're a prick. And I'm supposed to just sit here in an abusive relationship and take it. No, I'm not taking it anymore. Every morning when I wake up from here forward, I'm going to go to the door. I'm going to open my front door early in the morning, every morning. I'm going to take a good long look around. That's right. I'm going to take a good long look around. I'm going to look at the trees. I'm going to look at the sky. I'm going to look at the clouds. And I'm just going to spit on the ground. I'm going to say, fuck you. Fuck you. And if my power goes out one more time because it's too windy, I'm going to lose it once and for all. Changing direction. Somebody, I think, has completely lost it is my friend Cole. I've talked about him here on the show before. The man is thinking about buying a golf cart even though he's not a golfer. I don't even think he's ever been on a golf course or picked up a golf club. He's buying a golf cart just so he can be really lazy and ride his family around like a semi-retired white man who is elected early retirement instead of actually doing any hard work. I don't know what I'm talking about. The point is my friend Cole, this has been a long saga on this program. And this week I obtained three or four minutes of audio to put the, put this whole shit to bed. I'm tired of talking about him and his lazy ass and his golf cart. So let's put it all to bed. I'm going to play this audio and it'll really illuminate as to, as to why it let's, let's get inside his head for a minute. It's a scary proposition, but let's go inside of my friend Cole's head.
1: Oh, hi, John. Have you come <laughs> over to hear,
0: hear me talk? You're just talking to yourself over right. here. Talking to yourself about getting in a golf cart.
1: Not only, not only am I talking to myself about it, I am actively shopping. But if I really want to solidify me getting one, I need to... Why are you so close?
0: Why wouldn't I be this close?
1: <laughs> I need to go out there and um, clean oh, the building out. I'm
0: trying to get as close to you as possible.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I enjoy... Oh, yeah, you! The warmth of your presence. It's
0: Seven thousand five hundred dollars just to ride around. It's too expensive. And look like a white man having an early midlife crisis.
1: Oh, Jesus! That's, that's what you look like when I you ride think around. That's and true. Around. But the <laughs> the real problem is You're an
0: embarrassment.
1: Uh, I'm an embarrassment.
0: <laughs> I'm an embarrassment. Do you understand how from privilege you are? Oh, I mean to be browsing the internet looking to buy a golf cart. I'm a.
1: I'm a Southern white male American, I'm as privileged as they come with blonde hair and blue eyes. I mean, what more could you ask for?
0: You are Irish, though.
1: Well, you're not wrong. (laughs) (laughs) We'll
0: just leave that part out. (laughs) I mean, mean, I'm not perfect. (laughs) eats a lot of potatoes and drinks way too much, ladies and gentlemen. Now, are you looking at at four-seaters or six-seaters?
1: Well, I was going to look for a six-seater because Mm -hmm. I have... uh, Three nephews and two nieces, seem you're, to be you're from all privilege. within multiple blocks. Because you're from and, privilege, and uh, because I've been just blessed with the greatest privilege of all. It's too expensive. I can't. I can't justify. I'm not spending. <laughs> I'm not going to spend as much as a new car on a golf cart if it's not the right price. Now, unless, you know, your fans want to drop me a few No, things. we're not doing. I'm not donating <laughs> shit to you. That's fine. We just That's established fun. you're for privilege not, and now you're I trying to grift us. do them to. This is a but grift. If somebody's got a grift? It's I would a grift. Never,
0: it's a grift just so you can ride your white family around the neighborhood. in <laughs> a golf cart. Like you work security? What's next after buying a golf cart? Uh, mall security, or like the guy that drives the train at the mall during Christmas season.
1: After I finally get what I want, it's time, and then I rest. You rest? Yeah, it's time. Take it easy then.
0: You to get your golf cart and then just rest yeah, on what your what laurels what and retire. You
1: think I'm going to get a golfer and then get another job? This
0: is early retirement. This is what this is. It's not
1: even that. Right. Every street around here is prime for street legal <laughs> golf carts. There are. There are parks and events
0: and all kinds of stuff. I live in a Resident, residential and white. Let's just call it what it is. I'm
1: residential. I'm white.
0: I uh, picture you driving around. Probably,
1: I'm going to drive out of the poor neighborhood into the rich neighborhood. Listen, I
0: drive. I imagine you driving around probably with a loose fitting shorts on, a a, a t-shirt and a straw hat. Most likely. And, uh, and no, and nobody in this neighborhood is going to mug you. Crocs. No one's going to mug
1: you. No, I mean they don't. They don't to, I don't even worry about people stealing packages off my porch.
0: That's a problem.
1: <laughs> you need to be mugged if, if you're going to do that. Why should I be mugged? <laughs> like I would understand. Your, your you're theory, enjoying yourself you're, too much. I understand your are You're not allowed to enjoy if yourself I'm this much. Buying like a, one of the, a brand new fourteen thousand dollar golf cart. That's What you were going to do? I'm buying a used golf cart off facebook
0: you guys know i love the man but at some point you just have to give up and that's where i am the situation's become too complex it's too intricate for me to even follow anymore he's talking about getting a trailer storage space i can't keep up with it i really can't guys and i don't mean to make this about race but at some point you just have to look at your white friends and you just shake your head and you say you're doing it again you're you're engaging in a very white activity and there's no way for me to stop you. So I give up. This is probably what it was like in the early 90s when the Tasmanian Devil was very popular. You remember when the Tasmanian Devil was popular in the 90s? Can anybody explain to me why the Tasmanian devil was so popular in the nineties, as far as like, there was just merchandise out the ass. There were tattoos, white trash. This is why it was popular because of white trash, white trash got tattoos of the Tasmanian devil to the point to where it was the most popular tattoo in America in 1996. Probably. I don't know. I don't have any statistics. That's just how I feel. White trash. Love the Tasmanian devil more than anything except Winsuits. That was the only thing that was more popular in the nineties was than the Tasmanian devil with white people was Winsuits. And now the Tasmanian devil's no, the Tasmanian devil's no longer popular. So what are the whites up to now? The whites are up to buying golf carts.
2: <sighs> oh,
0: but it really was the poor white right community's like choice of character to express themselves for whatever reason in the nineties. When you walked into a bowling alley in 1996, that was prime Tasmanian devil territory. You had to pass eight skanks with Tasmanian devil tattoos just to get to the bar to order yourself a beer. That's how it went. In in bars, restaurants, and bowling alleys in the 90s, that's how the white people rolled. I'm sure a few black people also had Tasmanian devil tattoos. It was very popular. I'm just saying. That if you went into a bowling alley in 1996, there were more people there with a Taz tattoo than there were with a domestic violence charge. And you guys know how many how many wife beaters hang out in bowling alleys. This isn't a very nice show today, is it? I'm just I'm just really bashing the white community, but they deserve it for this. When they when I'm blaming the entire community, Cole, if you get this golf cart, you're going to set the white race back to 1996. <laughs> Oh, Tasmanian devil. That was a time. That was a time in the 90s, guys. And now there's a new time upon us because I have a, an exciting announcement. I really do. I have a very exciting announcement. Word came down late Thursday night that it's going to be another hot chef summer, ladies and gentlemen. If you were with the show last summer, you know about hot chef summer. Now, I do need to say this. We don't talk about the bear on this show. The bear. The bear now available for streaming exclusively on Hulu. Season one is now available, guys. But we don't talk about the bear on this show. But I'm excited to announce that the bear season two is scheduled to premiere at the beginning of summer of 2023. It's going to be another hot chef summer. That's right. It's going to be another hot chef summer here on the show. If you were with me last summer, then you remember. It was hot chef summer. All the women across America threw ass at chefs at unprecedented rights. Because, honestly, the bear was popular and the main character, the main characters, they hang out. I we're not going to talk about the bear on here. I'm just going to tell you the main characters, they're in like a restaurant and they're in a sweaty kitchen. And like one of the characters, people were like, oh, this character's sexy. And last summer was when we went into full Hot Chef summer mode because the bear season one premiered. Women were hanging out in bars and restaurants across America, slinging ass at dirty chefs at unprecedented rates. Those chefs, they got off work, and the first thing they did when they got off work, they went into the dining room and picked a whore up and fucked her in the back. That's what happened last year. That was last summer. That's a crude way of putting it. But the women were voluntarily giving their ass up, and, and a lot of them were not charging for it. My point is... We had a hot chef summer last summer and it was glorious. It was the most glorious time of my life and I didn't even participate in it. I just went to my local bars and restaurants and sat in a dark corner alone and enjoyed my dinner and watched the chefs come out of the kitchen and immediately get gratification. Their pants were... Their pants were around their knees before the before the you know the doors the swinging doors that lead in and out of the kitchen before those swinging doors had even stopped moving. That chef's pants were at his ankles and he was getting blown in the dining room. That was last summer, and we're gonna have another hot chef summer this summer because the women across America they're gonna choose to give it up to every dirty, unwashed, greasy chef across this country, and there's nothing that we could do to stop it. There's not, because the Bear season two is coming to Hulu, so get ready for it. Get ready for another season about a restaurant ran by a family who can't get along with one another. Who would have guessed that script would be written? Why? I don't even know why we go to these restaurants. Why do we eat together, guys? Why is this a shared communal experience? Maybe I want to eat alone in a corner of my room with the lights off in the dark. Maybe I want to eat like that. If I want to eat like that, I'll eat like that. Everybody's going out to restaurants nowadays. Even though, you know, shit's expensive. People are like, fuck it, I'm going out to Chili's. I'm going for a two for 20 or whatever the fuck it costs. And I don't care. I'm living my life tonight. I'm going all out. I might get two mixed drinks. Fuck you. Fuck you, Joe Biden. (laughs) Fuck you, Donald Trump. I'm getting two mixed drinks tonight. Point is... I sometimes like to eat alone in the dark in my room in the corner. So, yeah, even though it's going to be another hot chef summer and I'm looking forward to it, it's given me tremendous optimism for summer 2023. You're not going to catch me out at a lot of bars and restaurants. You're just not. I'm sorry. I like to shame eat alone. I like to shame eat alone in the dark. Thank you very much. I eat alone in the dark except for when I'm picking through trash cans alongside Ellen DeGeneres looking for my next meal because I've told you guys sooner or later we all end up back in the trash. There's ups and downs in life, but sooner or later you'll be you'll be knocking elbows with Ellen DeGeneres picking through the trash. She'll elbow you out of the way and you'll you'll say to yourself, "Goddamn Ellen, you really are mean." And then she'll pause for a song and a dance. I'll talk to you guys next Tuesday. Bye. I feel like we need to take 20 seconds here to walk back the fact that you saw Ellen DeGeneres. We do not need any litigation. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Ellen DeGeneres is so mean. I can't even imagine how mean her lawyers are. So Jessica, clear the air. Tell us what you really saw.
2: I know what I saw. I saw Ellen DeGeneres in South Central Los Angeles digging through a garbage can. She doesn't live in South Central Los Angeles.
1: She migrated to look for new cans. She was hungry. I'm residential. I'm white.
2: Bye! Give me the next Tucker fucking Carlson or Rush Limbaugh, job. I think you could. Well, thank you. Bye. I think you could.
0: I do love the idea of signs being posted to warn people that Ellen DeGeneres doesn't have a home to live in and she's just on the prowl with no makeup on and a fucking raincoat wandering around the neighborhood just- I should mention before the show ends that the bear season one is available. I can never get through this is available for streaming exclusively on Hulu, even though we don't talk about it on the show. I don't talk about it on the show, but we've talked about it at least eight to 10 times. Oh, it's another hot chef summer. Man. Man. If you want to score ass, get a kitchen job now, and don't bathe this spring. The rest of this winter and spring, don't bathe, and you'll be ready for hot chef summer. I'll see you guys next Tuesday.
2: Bye. Do you love me? Do I love you? We just met a couple of minutes ago. For all I know, you might be a pot-smoking, jaded, wild-eyed, radical dropout. I
1: am a pot-smoking, jaded, wild-eyed, radical dropout. I love you. Every street around here is prime for street-legal golf carts.